and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I am Jordan. With me is Luke. How are you doing, Luke? Uh, welcome, everyone. We are here. Doing welcome well. Welcome to the Freak Show. <laughs> DC know. Talk? I think that's a DC, t- DC Talk album, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> welcome to the Freak Show. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think the kids these days know DC Talk, but they should. No, it's good yeah. to rock the block. They really did. <laughs> like the, they really broke the mold for uh, Christian music in a yeah. big way. I mean, it was all so samey then. Like, like kids weren't allowed to listen to Christian. This is like the '90s, so kids weren't allowed to listen to Christian rock, Christian rap, and then here comes DC Talk. That's a little bit of both. And <laughs> honestly, they were <laughs> pretty original. I don't even think they're like thought of though as like Christian music. True. Like in like the history books in the, in i mean the they, they are history. for sure but like they were something special i agree i mean they're they're they shouldn't be just remembered as that too because i think they were they did have something original where yeah. christian music historically and i think even now seem to be like even what their current stuff is is like maybe 10 to 15 years behind what you know is actually going on <laughs> yeah but uh, they remind me of special. like christian version of like nirvana or something like their songs were special like not mm-hmm. all their albums but like especially jesus freak it was like just mm-hmm. those were just like ordained songs like that was you can't just stuff. go and like write that stuff it just was like that was so good such a good mashup of artists like they just gelled well together in their sound like it was just it was great they were doing like that rock and rap fusion like way before Lincoln mm-hmm. Park came along. I mean, it wasn't Toby completely Mac. new. Yeah, Toby <laughs> Mac wasn't completely new, but it wasn't done often. They they lean into it. So, yeah. Cool no, thing. and I would say it was almost wasn't done to their level. Again, I'm trying to remember. There was another one. Bleach, was it? Yeah. I feel like they were kind of like that. that. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. There wasn't a lot of them, though. I mean, P.O.D., I oh, guess POD payable on POD that. would be the like they were a little bit after DC talk. Yeah, like th- that was the boys, time. But they weren't like as rappy. There weren't th- that many that like leaned into the rap as much as DC talk did. No, like there was this weird blend that like a lot of bands had back in that in that time where it was like like Limp Biscuit and uh POD and stuff like saliva. They always had that yep. yo, come on, you know, that yep. sort of thing. Which wasn't quite rap. I don't know I what mean, it was. Are we not going to mention the epitome of that? What? Limp biscuit. Limp biscuit. Yeah, yeah. Limp <laughs> That's biscuit the epitome is, of that. That is that. That's that exactly is the epitome of it. You're right. <laughs> Saliva was almost like, yeah, we could do that, but like hard, hard more hard than Limp biscuit did. I can't. Limp biscuit was a little more rappy. Saliva. Saliva was definitely more rocky. I can't recall a song from Saliva. I'm, even though I said Saliva, yeah. I'm trying to think of the song that's Saliva. But weren't they on that Vin Diesel movie, that uh, Man Apart? Wasn't that, no, that like was a their puddle song? Puddle of Mud. Puddle of Mud. They sound very <laughs> similar. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's that time. <laughs> We've been up to man. Have you done anything interesting this week? Um, I am building a wall. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever oh, man. tried to do masonry work. How's that coming to along? Form a a wall in my yard. There's like w- we've kind of had an issue with the water where it flows down. So we're like putting up a wall and we're gonna put some grass in, try to make it all look good. But 
I'm hoping the wall is going to help with the water. It's a lot of work, <laughs> so I hope it helps. Dang. Sounds um, fancy. You guys are doing great stuff at that house from the, the glimpses <laughs> that I've had. It's exciting. Oh, it's a lot of work. I bet. I'm tired. It's like I want to take a break and not do projects, but at the same time when I'm sitting there looking at things around me, it's like I don't want to just sit here and not get stuff done. But then I get stuff done and I get stressed out and I get exhausted. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle of like stopping stuff so I can relax and then being like, no, I need to do something. And then no, yeah. I need to stop. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everyone goes through that. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully the end is in sort of sight as far as that is concerned, at least. Maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe. <laughs> Anywho, let's, uh, let's get into this. Uh, let's get into it. You know, let's calm your nerves by talking about <laughs> WandaVision. I don't know if that's going <laughs> to calm your nerves, I'm going to be honest. Uh, but anyways, uh, watching slash playing, I uh, think last week it was you. Um, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. Usually I go back <laughs> and listen to it and recall, but whatever. I think so, it was me. Yeah. All right. So let's do some listening to what we've been listening to. We already talked about DC Talk. Let's... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bring it back with something else. Uh, I don't know what day you're going to be listening to this podcast, but today is March 11th, also known as 311 Day. So, you know, I was like, you know what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll, I'll bite. <laughs> so I started listening to some 311 today. Wow. <laughs> They're pretty good. Honestly, 311. Yeah, it, it's been a long time for me. Honestly, 311 isn't. So much my jam. I'm not the biggest biggest fan of reggae, even though they're yeah. not reggae. They're kind of a reggae rock fusion yeah. kind of deal. And so the mm -hmm. reggae aspects of they're like kind of like OAR. How like I don't really yeah. like reggae that much, but I love OAR. Yeah, you're right. They're they're very similar to that. And I but I appreciate how good they are because I'm listening. I listened to them like today, and I was like, yeah, they're good. Like I listened to like an album while I was working. I was like, this is good stuff. Maybe it's 311 day is the only day of the year I'll listen to them, but they're quite good. <laughs> Just a shout out to 311. What have you been listening to, man? <laughs> uh, I've been listening to this band. I guess it's called The Wildlife. It's W-L-D-L-F-E where they like oh. eliminate the like, whatever, what are they? Oh my gosh. My mind's so blank. I'm so tired right now. What's A E I O U? What is vowels? Vowels. <laughs> Sorry to forget what vowels are. It's fine. I'm tired. Um, yeah, the wildlife. Anyways, they have the song uh, 2020 slash Waking Up Is Hard to Do, and it was in my uh, Discover Weekly. And Let me see. see Jamming out to it. Very mellow indie stuff. Um, wild. I try to like mix it up because I feel like you and I. That's like our go-to mellow indie <laughs> stuff. Definitely. Um, but, but here we are. Yeah. Here's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Throw another one on the pile. Pretty recent. Yeah, I think you'll like it. They, I just kind of played them for a little while, just like let it like cycle through. They're like, this is the wildlife, and yeah, it's really is that good. is that usually your go-to on Spotify when you're like trying to get into a new band, like the this is playlist or this is album or however they do that. Um, let me see. There's a. Uh, discover weekly i really like every week i try to look through my discover weekly and my release radar mm -hmm. um and then sometimes i'll look through like the new music friday because that's like stuff not tailored to me it's just like these are like the top things that people listen to so i always hit the like ones that are specific to me and most of the time i'd say it's like 60 percent stuff i'd like yeah but 
it's like <laughs> you know uh, we'll listen to like a baby thing for indie and it's like i don't want to listen to other stuff about that like if i want to find baby stuff i'll just search for that but it'll start <laughs> being like oh you like this lullaby you probably like it's like Oh my God! Can we separate this and just I know. Have, have me say that this is just for now and not yeah. for Spotify? This is a singular event. <laughs> no need to bleed into what you think I am. Make assumptions. Sometimes Spotify is really bad at that. And it's like it, it yeah. says like all time favorites. I'm like I listen to this song once. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. And I like to like listen to random stuff too. So it's like I'll be all over the place with things I'll listen to, and that doesn't mean I like all that stuff. It's just like yeah, yeah. Hey, maybe I want to listen to a song from the thirties. <laughs> I just, you know, it's just, Hey, stuff no, this happens. is what you're about now. This is your identity <laughs> now. Thirties music. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it makes me feel like. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, um, yeah, that's it. Let's see. So this week, uh, you gave me some homework that I actually complied with, um, to watch, uh, the watch Netflix. The movie? What? Nice. Yeah. You yeah. watched the movie. I watched the movie. I watched, uh, uh, I keep forgetting the title. Like I really care. I care, I a, care lot. a lot. Thank you. I watched this laying in My bed. Parents actually watched it too. No way! <laughs> wow. And I were talking about it. <laughs> How about that? Um. So yeah. I, I just before you get into it, okay. I was just gonna just thinking about that. I got. I had signed my dad up for the Starlink, and we got the beta invite. What? Probably like two weeks ago. So what my you- dad has signed up. We put like the initial hundred dollars down. So we're just waiting now to get Starlink satellite for my uh, parents. What? So you'll be getting your for, like the rule internet. Well, not I won't, but <laughs> well, yeah. hopefully they will. That's awesome. I, I've been looking through well, like what other people are getting. Like they're getting consistently hundred megabytes down. That's a big deal. Amazing for, for out in the country. A big. I mean, deal honestly, a hundred is like it's pretty much enough for anything you need to do. Like, oh yeah, yeah. We never use our two or three hundred, whatever you know, you and I have. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> exactly, that's what pretty we... amazing. Like that's transformative. They're like, going from yeah. like three to like five, like really slow. Out there where your folks live, it's yeah, it's awful. And the, no option. And the delay is like eight hundred milliseconds, and people are saying the delay is like sub thirty, which is faster than what I get here that's on cable. Nuts. <laughs> that's nuts. That's awesome. So, man. anyways, I'll update you more as you know if I get more news or whatever. Please do. That's that very goes. cool. So that's how <laughs> they're able to watch Netflix because they they upped their internet. They're kind of like leaning into internet a little bit more. So yeah. they're trying to like they just they kind of got envy of like you and I and like me talking about what all we're watching and Amazon Prime and Netflix and HBO Max and like mm-hmm. all this stuff we can stream. My dad's like, you have so many movies. I have nothing. I just have to watch the same. <laughs> reruns on cable so oh. they up their data cap they're paying a little bit more on the satellite they're on now but they look forward to you know starlink which has no data caps which that's a am- crazy well, that's amazing i i assume they will put data caps in later because that's what companies do but for now no data caps so. yeah, hopefully they can cut their cable awesome. after that or <laughs> whatever that that's great. yeah probably so what do um, you think all right so 
I watched it like uh, I started it. Like I've been every now and then I've watched a movie like in bed. I'll be like in bed, Amber's going to sleep and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to put this on. And I had the intention of I'm going to start this movie and I'll finish it later. I watched the whole thing. I was up late watching it. It, it hooked me in. I was very, it's a very entertaining movie. It, it's very good in that way. To yeah. where it's like, I, I want to finish it. It makes like, you want to keep watching. Yeah, ex- it exactly. Does. It's very engaging. It's very good. What is going to happen? Exactly. What is going to happen? <laughs> um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's really good. Um, it's not for everyone, I don't think. I think, well, the most ending is definitely not for everyone. Yeah, the ending is kind of weird. I mean, the thing about the movie, and I think it was a problem for me a little bit all the way through. The main character is a little too despicable, I think, for me to even root for at all, like at all. Yeah. Like, yeah and both main parties yeah there's like, no one to everyone's terrible i want everyone to die exactly there's like the thing is it, it's as you said it's kind of like a it's hard to not get into this without like spoiling everything but, i know i'll try to be know. a little bit vague it's kind of like a bad guy versus bad guy kind of story but yeah. in this case the main character rosamund pike's character is uniquely evil like in a way that we don't see very often yeah. where <laughs> I remember Bethany was watching it like right at the beginning. She's like, this is scary. Yeah, it's horrifying. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I won't justify it. You're exactly right. This is awful. Where, especially for like a lady. I don't know. Like that, that may be a little sexist. I don't know why, but it's like, I feel worse because like she specifically seems to pick more on ladies. And it's like, oh, I don't know. It's like, you can't physically defend yourself as much as a man, I guess. And it's like, Oh, it just makes me more angry to like pick on ladies. Like, yeah, when you see lady. it happen to an old woman, you know, it, it's like you, you get defensive as an audience member and you're like, oh my gosh, you imagine oh. your mom, your grandma, or oh, whatever. Yeah. You just imagine that. And, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, it's the late, it's the mom from Lost Boys. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so, yeah, it's very disturbing <laughs> for me. And, I, and I, you start to hate her. You start to hate that person, regardless yep. of who she's doing it to. You're like, this is awful because it's uniquely evil in a way. It's like you're not just like, like shooting someone like you see Scarface do or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you're taking away someone's dignity and humanity in a way. And, it, and it's, and then you start to imagine yourself as an old person and it goes down a really dark road mentally when you're watching the movie, but seeing someone who's Ugh. uniquely evil and so direct too, because you have things that are like, you have really unique sort of proto villains, like uh, the main character from, um, Thank you for smoking, for instance, where you can argue like that person's doing a terrible thing. The world might be better without him around, but you don't see the direct <laughs> damage or anything like that. So you're able to kind of still like him and want to see him and kind of root for him. Whereas this you see are like actively like hurt these people. Oh and you're gosh. just like, oh, my gosh, I, if you if if this guy other guy succeeds in harming you i don't care too much and so yeah i think as you're saying that i'm thinking about like what was the most frustrating aspect of that movie because that movie was entertaining to me but it was just so frustrating that it just came away from it just like just yeah but it, it, it was the fact that they built up i think we can i think i can go into this enough without spoiling anything i'm, I'm always so ugh, it's hard for me yeah I know. but basically they build her up and up throughout the whole first <laughs> hour of the movie 45 minutes of the movie as just awful 
in oh, every way. You're like, horrible. I don't know how you could cheer for her in any way in the beginning of the movie. And then they bring in somebody who's supposed to be worse. And really, you're cheering for them the whole time. Yeah. You're I like, mean, yeah. I want him to get her. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying not to like be specific, but it's like, get her, like make her pay. There needs to be some justice here. Exactly. I mean, you draw. And then the what line. happens is not satisfying at all. It's really not. If you're looking Even to the for very that, end no. of this movie, it's yeah. not satisfying. Very much so. It's a it's a it's a chaotic, evil kind of thing where it's like these people don't really get justice. Really, I mean, nope. And, and yeah, I mean, and exactly. You root for the other guy because he's like a mobster. I know we're kind of mild spoilers there, but that's the evil you know. It's like these yeah. Miles Finch. See, yeah, I don't Miles, know why I just Miles, thought of I'm that. I'm Miles Finch from <laughs> Elf, not yeah. Tyrion Lannister. That's who this is. <laughs> he got all his money from writing children's books. <laughs> he's a gangster on the side. I exactly. can actually see that from Miles Finch in that movie. Definitely. He does seem he's got like an a anger problem. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like you don't see him whack anyone. You, fi- you figure the, yeah. pe- the people he does are other criminals and stuff like that. And then you have this woman who's like, no, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to like destroy your grandmother's dignity and you'll never be able to see her again. And I'm going to make all the m- bunch of money off her. I'm like, oh, that's just like, oh, yeah. they couldn't have picked a more like hateful thing for the main character to yeah. do. Really like <laughs> I, I came away with it not knowing if I liked that movie or not. It was entertaining, I'll say that, but I don't know. It's so frustrating. It's just like, ugh. It's, it's one of those things where it is very entertaining, very well made. I'm glad I watched it. I'll never watch it again, really, and it didn't leave no. me with like a great feeling after I watched it. I was just kind of like, ugh. <laughs> Afterwards, you, you want know. some satisfaction at the end of the movie you're watching. Yeah. I did not get that at all. Or something learned, it, or and it wasn't really yeah. like a, a sense of there was no like sense of comeuppance or anything like that, you know, as there often is in these rise and fall kind of stories. But yeah, no. <laughs> but oddly enough, I still recommend it if that sounds like if you could get through that and say, yeah, this is a villain story. I'm watching a bad person and I can spend two hours with that person and still get some enjoyment out of the movie. Then it's like, yeah, I, I recommend it as much as you can recommend a movie like that because it's yeah. a good movie. I mean, and Roseman yeah. Pike and is amazing in it. And uh, so is Tyrion. I, I feel so bad. Yeah. Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion Lannister. Mm-hmm. He's, they're both amazing. Yep. And so Finch's brother, Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Other than in a, that, in a way, in yeah. a way, it's good. In a way, in a way, <laughs> it's worth a watch. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I'm watching a bunch of stuff, man. I'm watching, starting a bunch of stuff. So I'm not going to talk about any of them a lot. I've started playing Xenoblade Chronicles two. Um, yes, you doing, have. I'm doing some streams. Jordan of that. streams. Everyone is. Yeah, listening. I'm streaming. You should, you should so watch his stream. Check it out. I'm I'm having fun He's with a Twitch it. man. This is you really uh, cleaned up your stream. I enjoy it. Oh, thank you. You're doing a lot better job. I think er, the computers. Er, 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 computer probably <laughs> helps a lot not not as much delay your video is looking good thanks yeah. man thanks wow. um so follow him on twitch yeah we're having some fun what's I'm, your username jordan paint me jordan paint me jordan check her out you um go. you have any kind of schedule or are you just doing it 
Um, right. I'm trying to have a schedule. Um, it's going to be on the regular, definitely every Friday, except mm-hmm. for this one, because it's uh, me and my wife's anniversary. We're going out of town, but that's usually yesterday. when I'm going to do it is Fridays. Right. Yesterday yeah, was your anniversary. Yeah. Yesterday Congrats. was our anniversary. We had a very nice meal. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it, it, I'm having fun with that game. It, it, I played the first game and so far I like this one better in every, every single way. I think the character is better. Music's better. Gameplay is a little bit better. The stories kind of has me going a little bit more. Good stuff, uh, but not not too much to say. I'm only ten hours into what's probably going to take me like seventy hours to actually beat the thing. So, mm-hmm. you know how you know the drill. Um, <laughs> yep, I do all too well. Yeah, I've started. You know, this is something like mm-hmm. a lot of my friends. Like, well, no, I say a lot. I mean, a couple of my friends like they're always watching so many animes, and I love anime. But I'm not the kind of anime person that's like I'm watching six of them or anything like that. And so usually when one gets recommended to me, I'll end up forgetting about it and being, oh, yeah, shoot. <laughs> um, but no, I'm taking some initiative. I'm starting to watch a couple. Um, and so far, they're both fantastic. One of them is called Dr. Stone. I think it's probably the most unique one because it's it's different from any anime that I've seen. It's um, about a... <laughs> the world is basically turned to stone just one day just a flash of light and everyone is turned to stone and these two characters who are like the main characters they like keep their they're like conscious the whole time and thousands of years pass and basically all of humanity falls and most of everyone's turned to stone but one of them wakes up and that person is like a high school student but he's a genius like a, a freaking genius he has so much knowledge he's not like a fighter or anything like that but he's a genius and so he's like i'm going to rebuild humanity i'm going to figure out how to unfreeze people and i'm going to you know set up civilization again i want technology back it's cool it's just so cool i don't know i, I love <laughs> The whole idea it makes really small things so exciting because he's like we're gonna make gunpowder and he like talks about like the components in gunpowder saying we're gonna skip one billion years in human evolution or something like that and talk about how he's gonna like he's gonna make like a light bulb and it's so cool i don't know i, I love it um <laughs> and there's obviously a threat but i don't know great stuff and also a show called Demon Slayer, which is fantastic, but it's a lot more of a a kind of a basic kind of plot. It's like anime does this a lot where there'll be like a very basic plot, but the the rules and the kind of the details are very unique. It's just do it, you hear the word Demon Slayer? It it's brings about up the uh, Doom Slayer's brother. <laughs> Demon exactly. Slayer might as well. I mean, it's one of those things where it brings up a. All the thoughts you think of when you hear the word demon slayer, it's something similar <laughs> to that. It's a, all the thoughts. He becomes a, sl- a demon slayer, except it's like more of like a feudal Japan kind of thing. And so, mm. except there's a lot of cool things about how he's able to fight the demons and like the rules of being a demon slayer. It's, it's, it's in the animation is incredible, actually. Like, I was like, man, this is like movie quality animation in, in this like TV series. So, Cool stuff. That that's that's it though. I'm starting a lot of stuff. I'll probably talk about them again once I either catch up or watch enough to where I'm like, okay, I finished this season or I finished this. But yeah, cool to be watching uh watching anime. Mm-hmm. How about you, man? You watch anything? I've been watching a few things. It's it's tough working around the house and watching the baby. It's juggling like juggling a baby. It's honestly, it's like just whenever he is quiet and calm. 
just try to go to sleep, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> so it's like I, I so want to like pick up my controller and play a game. I so want to watch mm-hmm. a movie. And when I can, I do. But uh, yeah, it's been hard. So uh, my wife wanted to watch Two Weeks Notice. So we got to watch that. It's a good movie, man. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not big into rom-coms, but I'll recognize when, when you know, got to recognize games sometimes. And that, <laughs> that uh, movie's pretty good. It's just, I think they kind of, they, they did something special back in the day that I feel like so many rom-coms now just, I don't know. They don't, they put, don't put me in the feels in the way that those movies did. Like uh, yeah, movies like uh, uh, 50 First Dates, for instance. Like that's mm-hmm. another one. It's just like, oh, it just has a good blend of like comedy. and. Um, but two weeks notice, I'd say, kind of like that. And How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Like it's just a good, good mix of like good acting, you know, a decent script and funny enough. And it just has the good... Anyways, yeah. Do you feel like it's the next? A lot of people know two weeks notice, but the Netflixification of rom coms, where I think maybe everyone's like, ah, we yeah, just put them all. Yeah, it's kind of the Hallmark effect. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like Hallmark started it. Netflix. I wouldn't say that Netflix is, especially those holiday holiday ones that we've talked about. It's like <laughs> they're not really any better than Hallmark movies. No, no. And you know, I hate criticizing people, but. I just really don't like Hallmark movies. I never have. I've no. always thought they're just not enjoyable to watch. I, I like watching a lot of kinds of movies, but those movies are just so hard. The story is oh, just yeah. so not interesting to me. And, and most of the time, the acting is pretty terrible. So it's just like, without those two things, what is a movie? I like how you said the story, not the stories, because it is just the story. <laughs> just the one. <laughs> no. Well, I just mean any of these Flip movies of the you pick out the story is it's usually story. not good so it's like they are pretty much just I mean, the you're one right story. but but yeah <laughs> it's like oh it's just tough so anyways yeah uh, two weeks notice that was good um watching kind of still a little bit of reno 911 when i have some time it's kind of the the funny show to watch and yeah it's just laugh while you can it's just the goofiest <laughs> show ever <laughs> and uh yeah i find there's there's some parts of episodes that just kind of drag on, but they just, they find a way to make me laugh each, each episode in some way. <laughs> and then the, the one that I'm trying to like conquer, it feels like this big mountain to conquer right now is 2001 a space Odyssey. I've never watched that movie all the way oh, through. Boy. And I'm about maybe a half hour in 40, 40 minutes. And yeah, there's, there's a lot of interesting things about that movie. And Which I think I'm going to end up really enjoying in, yeah. it at this point. Um, so let's see. Uh, they they went to the moon, and then uh-huh. I think it's like right after that whole sequence on the moon, and then it jumps a bunch of years into the future. I think it jumps thirty years. So I I feel like just because I've been around sci-fi culture and I've heard people talk about sci-fi things, I kind of know what the story is going, how it's going to play out. Mm-hmm. But man, I mean, just from the little bit I've watched this movie. I see what's so unique about it. I wouldn't say I'm like blown away and all oh, this is my favorite movie ever, but I see how like unique this writing is and how like amazing what Kubrick did, especially, you know, for, I think it was 64. I think I looked it up it was somewhere right in there. So 
Yeah, of it was course. like stuff that we didn't even know about space yet. He was, yeah. was in this movie. And this was before so many movies that you think of. I mean, long before Star Wars, and, you know, before yeah. Star Trek and it was before so much stuff. And Crazy. Yeah, really, really cool. It's funny, funny to me that he thought in, what, 46 years, things would have evolved to this point. It's, yeah, I think he was, he, he was a little... A little conservative in his estimate of how far <laughs> we would be by then. But, yeah, you know, the, the things that he did predict, you know, like I said, I've only watched part of the movie, so I don't know how far he's going to go. But, yeah, the things he predicted are, you know, they're things that I can see that we are going to accomplish, but we're not. <laughs> we're not anywhere near there yet. Every generation like, thinks they're in that generation that's going to yeah. right around the corner. We're going to get to <laughs> colonization. Yeah, I mean, like like st- establishing a base on the moon it's like okay i mean i, I don't think that's you know that outlandish so yeah i could see that happening but then you know they're going to venus and stuff it's like okay a <laughs> <laughs> little bit crazy but uh yeah i'm really enjoying the movie and i i really need to finish it's just it's hard to have enough time to sit down and watch all of a movie yeah of course so, Especially a movie Especially that, that I know Bethany isn't really going to enjoy, so no. it's something I kind of need to watch myself. What did she Not leave lighthearted the room? Lighthearted, like two weeks' notice. <laughs> when did Bethany leave the room at the, the very beginning? She the, was actually out of the room, and I was just like, "Oh man, I have got to watch this movie." And then she was kind of watching a little bit, and I was trying to explain it to her. She's a good sport most of the time, but I yeah. try not to make her suffer through things that I know that she's just not going to enjoy. It's, I can see a lot of people not enjoying a hardcore sci-fi movie like that. Yeah, so definitely, I wouldn't force anyone to watch something like that with me. But (laughs) I want to get through it myself, for sure. Um, all right. Um, Other than that, I've been watching Wandavision. Yeah. Before we (laughs) we get to that, I forgot about this. I'm sorry, CJ. I don't have a exact list for you, but he did ask us, um, what what's our our top five NES and Super NES games, um, of ours, um, and so. Yeah, I don't have an exact list, but can you rattle off like some of your your, your favorites or some of the ones that you're like? I have, oh, you know, it's to, for me. It's more about fond memories because I haven't gone back to those games as much <laughs> since mm-hmm. I was that age, and uh, it would definitely be mostly Super Nintendo. I played a couple NES games on uh, the only NES console that was like in my. within my purview when i was at that age and it was out at my aunt's house and so we'd only visit every once in a while so whatever she had so i i have fond memories of playing duck hunt on nes um Mm -hmm. i think one of my favorites would be i believe it's super mario brothers three Mario brothers three yeah that's the one where you can become the raccoon and like fly with his tail yeah that right suit It's in Mario three. That's probably okay. You so, would know all these a lot better than me, but I have fond memories of that. Well, that's that's pro- that's it for me as far as um, thinking about nostalgic NES games for Jordan. That was it. That was the beginning for me. That was the the uh, beginning of my yep. nerddom. I mean, there's a picture that's that NES, I have. Yeah, that was of for me, me. Uh, receiving my the, first console. <laughs> yeah. I have pictures of me getting that set, the one that came with Mario three, and that was it. That's the first one for me. That's the beginning, and that's that's my favorite Mar- uh, 2D Mario game. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you haven't played that or you haven't really had a chance to sit down and beat it, dude, that's that 
It's one of the best. One of the best, I think, for Mario. For I think sure. the, the Mario All-Stars was also one that I played, and it was like, all these games are in one pack? This is amazing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, like, it updates the graphics and the sounds, and it's Mario 1, 2, and 3, and also Mario The Lost Levels, which yep. is the uh, Japanese, like, the actual Mario 2, the one they released in Japan and didn't release in the United States. So, yeah, that's a good Those package. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it was too hard for us or whatever they, they said. Too hard for us. Yeah. Uh, that never made sense to me because there were games like like tear your hair out hard games on the nes like ninja gaiden is ridiculous Mm. and all those three were released here so (laughs) i don't know um what else uh here's one that's i think a little underrated and it was it's it's a good one um nemo and slumberland uh that's a really good one for the NES. It's based on the uh, cartoon and the comic. Um, it, it's it sounds so goofy, but it's actually a great game. It's a Capcom game uh, where you go around as Nemo and in, in Slumberland, and you capture these different creatures that you need to either get to the end of the level or get the keys to the final door to get to the next level. And like, there's you get there. It's like sort of like Kirby in the way, but it's a little bit harder because you need these creatures to like advance and like get to different places that you couldn't access. And it's, it's really charming from the Pixar movie. No. um, Oh, okay. This is a, a more obscure Nemo. (laughs) Okay. Uh, it, it, it can't, it was like th- this movie was out in the nineties and it scared the crap out of me huh. uh, called Nemo and Slumberland it scared the crap out of me when I was a kid, but the video games really good. Hmm. Um, super NES, super NES. Um, hmm. Shoot. Um, uh, it, I want to turtles it, in time. Did you ever play turtles in time? Heck yeah. Turtles game, <laughs> especially CJ, you have kids like kids who are old enough to play these games. Those are great for like beat up games where you can just sit around with your kids. It's not too hard. You can play it with them and it's just kind of a beat up Turtles in Time is a good one for that, I think. Some of those can be, be hard. be interested like what Dragon. kids nowadays would think of these Definitely. older games. It's kind of, I guess, all about where they start, right? I mean, if they start them off on PS5 and try to take them back, they're going to be like, What's this? <laughs> but, but maybe if you Super Street Fighter Two. That that was another one. I can't remember if I played that on Genesis or Super Nintendo, but mm-hmm. I played the crap out of that game back then. Yeah, I have and so I had much the Turbo Controller attached. on Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that's a legend. Oh yeah, it, it, one of the best. It, again, when I think of when when I think of the Super Nintendo, that's one of the first ones I think of. A summer playing that game was just childhood to me. Yeah, just coming in from a swim, feeling the AC like colder <laughs> than it normally would be. Me and my towel playing. Gotta Street get my too. Street Fighter on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was horrible. Of course, but... we've missed a big one. What's that? Star Fox. Star Fox is fantastic. Star yeah. Fox for the Super Nintendo. It's like. <laughs> that was mind blowing at the time seeing those uh what was this those freaking like 3d-esque graphics were just amazing at the time it yeah it made me like feel I just, weird oh i love it. that game <laughs> yeah and um 
something that I think for your kids too, like a really, if you want to play something classic, but something that the kids can definitely handle. I mentioned Kirby before Kirby was great because I wasn't very good when I was a kid and I, I was able to like beat Kirby and I felt like a sense of accomplishment because mm-hmm. Kirby isn't ridiculously hard. It's actually quite yeah. easy. Um, so Kirby's adventure for the NES or Kirby superstar for the Nintendo 64 Kirby's Dreamland three. They're all very good. And uh, a lot of these were on that super Nintendo classic. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So we got those. So that is kind of an easy way to do it. If you want to break into Legend of Zelda, I would say Legend of Zelda um, Link to the Past was the way to go. Um, the first two are kind of hard to go back to, in my opinion, sometimes. I mean, the first one's so cryptic and the, sec- and the second one's so challenging as a, it, it's a 2D game, 2D platformer, and it's so challenging and and like it's not a walk in the park at all and it's kind of it's strange it's a strange thing because zelda never went back to that style but classic zelda i think is kind of encapsulated in in that's ign's number one wow really well a link to the past is snes game okay wow that's a really good one i think you know, I had to go back to the list because I couldn't remember some of these. I think I remembered at least like seeing somebody play this, but the Return of the Jedi on SNES. Oh, God. For some reason, I think I remember that. I know I didn't own it, but I think either some... There was this other kid that I used to play with, and we we played some of those older games. I know we played original PlayStation, but I don't know if we went back as far as SNES. But he was like the first kid I got to play. Uh, oh, gosh. Mortal Kombat with it's like oh blood <laughs> <laughs> well, we're feeling we're okay. bad kids yeah playing yep. little combat yeah that oh, boy's yeah. spitting out blood he just got punched Ooh. <laughs> 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 so return of the jedi that'd be another one <laughs> those games were ridiculous and super nintendo they had like it was super star wars super star wars empire strikes back and super star wars return of the jedi they're hard they're so hard i had I had them at the time, but I wasn't able to beat a single one. Not a single one. I was able to get to like the last <laughs> level in like all Those of games them. Games are hard. There was something about They're the last now. level. They're hard now. Absolutely. I get even more so maybe where you're like, <laughs> when you go back to them and if you're not using yeah. save states, it's a kick in the stomach when you realize, oh you my wonder, God. You wonder, was I just stupid? And I was like, no. No. These are awful. These are torture of, devices. <laughs> yeah. Some games I go back and I'm like, like to RPGs or like strategy games. Some of them I'm like, okay, I go back and I'm like, I didn't have the patience to figure this game out. But some of those side scrollers, like they're just like, get to the end, get to the end of the level. Some yeah. of them are just ridiculous. <laughs> Unforgiving. Um, yeah, uh, I hope we gave oh, if you want to get into some old RPGs like turn turn-based RPG, the SNES was the console for that, I think. It was still a little too early for the uh, NES to really breakthrough even though they had a lot a lot of them like obviously final fantasy and dragon quest got their start there but super nintendo is the way to go of final fantasy 6 chrono trigger earth earthbound those are the ones uh but anyways there you go i hope that's i hope that's enough i hope that's uh, enough to get you started <laughs> i think that was that's right the, that was a mm-hmm. wide-ranging uh list we just spouted out even though it wasn't like <laughs> number five or anything like that <laughs> but uh anyways all you're right. welcome you're, you're welcome <laughs> on to the main attraction <laughs> wandavision all right so this just ended friday last week and uh we've both been able to watch it and uh 
yeah, let's go ahead and it's hard to talk about this show without spoiling it really. So, I mean, let's just be really quick about it and let's talk about like kind of how he felt and then just dive right in. Yeah. What a, what a ride. What a ride. <laughs> we're in a very different place than we were when we first talked about this first few episodes. No kidding. I mean, like we talked about it on the show where we were, we Very thought we had like, it all figured out. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I need to listen back to our discussion there. It'd be really entertaining to be like, what was I thinking yeah. at that point? You didn't have, we had much to go on, you know? So I definitely had a feeling that it was like, okay, it's probably going to go in this direction, but I'll admit it. It pretty much didn't go where I thought it was going to go at all. So yeah, I was caught off guard by, I wouldn't say everything, but a lot of things that happened. Same. I, I same. I, I think uh it's definitely the ride, I think is the best the best thing about this show. You know, it's it's funny. The the week to week ride was a great experience, I think. Like watching this show week to week and thinking about it and like kind of dealing with the latest revelation or the latest mystery. I think it was a lot of fun in that way, yeah. you know. I agree with the week to week. I've said before, it's just hard for me to yeah, it's we, we try to watch American Idol. It's just hard for us to like remember to watch stuff. It's just, <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I, I don't know if we I always act like I have so much going on. I know I'm sure other people have a lot more going on, but I just get distracted. <laughs> I, I, I want to keep up with it right when it happens. And I, I think it is a cool thing, but it's just hard for me to do it this way. So I, mm-hmm. I end up always it seems like behind. And then if we have dinner or something, I feel left out because I haven't watched it. <laughs> but yeah it, it is a cool idea i wish i could keep up with this kind of stuff better we have one more week of break of from that because uh falcon winter soldier starts next week yeah right. <laughs> well we're already like three episodes behind on american idol <laughs> oh shoot <laughs> um but at least there's finally stuff to watch there was a period at which i felt like i'd kind of run out of things that i wanted to watch and that's why I was kind of starting to be like, okay, there's a lot of old movies that I know I haven't watched, like mm-hmm. <laughs> 2001 A Space Odyssey. And so, yeah, I was trying to watch more of those. But now there's, there's, seems like there's a few more shows coming out, especially the yeah. Marvel stuff. And yeah. Absolutely. It, it's great to have Marvel back. It, it gives you a good feeling when that Marvel fanfare yeah. comes on That's at the beginning. So long. <laughs> or whatever. And you're like, yeah, baby. Um, but yeah, great ride. I, I I overall have a really good feeling about this show. I will say we'll talk about it more in just a few minutes, but I did there are some disappointments I have with the ending and how it wrapped up. I think a lot of people feel similar, maybe for different reasons, but we'll we'll talk about it. Um I feel like it could have given better resolution to the things that it was building up. Um, but either way. All right. So uh, anything else you want to say before we move on to some uh, spoiler stuff? No, I don't think so. Okay. So I feel like we're going to talk a lot about the ending, which is probably what most people want to hear. And I think we have probably the most to say about, but how did you feel about like the sitcom nature of most of the show it's like because that's not present in like the last two episodes it's like oh yeah we're done with that but like for by and large the show is mostly that sitcom stuff when we're not like hanging out with sword 
Yeah. Um, I think it was unique and I think it was an interesting thing to do. I don't know if it was my favorite way of the story being told, but I can recognize that it was unique and it's like we've told stories like what's going to happen if you look overall at the story of WandaVision. We've had we've made you know, I'm speaking as Marvel, we've made movies like this. Um, you know, this essentially is a Marvel movie made into a TV show, basically. And so this isn't that unlike those other movies. If you were to just take, you know, the story and if you were to play it out like it was Dark World or something, you know, it's like this is essentially that with, you know, some different twists and different characters. And so I think Marvel said, you know, we've done that shtick now several times and we can get it right. We have that formula down as pat as a studio could ever know how to make a movie so let's throw something crazy at him and see what happens and so i can recognize that that's cool i it dragged a little bit in those episodes for me it just Mm -hmm. i didn't keep my attention as much especially you know obviously in the like 50s and 60s it just wasn't as interesting for me but yeah so i'm kind of like in between it's like i find it interesting that they did that but not as entertaining so uh okay yeah, I feel like there's some good parts in that. Like, I, I it kind of makes you feel like throughout the sitcom stuff, like you're not really laughing, really. Are are you did you ever laugh like at the sitcom stuff? Like, yeah, unironically. No. <clears throat> no, and especially like I said, in the 50s and 60s, like versions of the shows. And I feel like I'm missing the boat on so many references in this show, I'll be honest. I feel I feel so stupid. It's like, even when they did the whole, like it was Agnes all along. It's like, I know they're talking about a TV show, but I don't know. I guess I never watched that show. I'm kind of with you there. I mean, I, I, it makes me feel so stupid. It's like, I know this should be obvious if I'm, you know, consider myself a cinephile, but I know, I don't know, I know what you're referencing. I know. I mean, honestly, I'll cards on the table here. I was never the kind of person that would gather around with my mom or my grandma and watch like episode upon episode of I Love Lucy. I know I'm, yeah. I'm a bad person. I'm going to hell or whatever. Or even but- like Malcolm in the Middle or something like, you know, they reference those shows. And it's like that was even more during our time. And I still I'm like, I watched a few episodes. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know that style well enough to know that's Malcolm in the Middle or Modern Family or something, but I haven't watched a lot of that. Yeah, out of there's a couple of them that I'm like, okay, I feel a little bit more at home. Like the '80s, and for me, Malcolm in the Middle. I've watched a lot of Malcolm in the Middle, but the '80s one for me, where I'm like, okay, we're in Growing Pains land. That's a little bit more of what I watched, like that sort of deal, Full House. That I've watched a lot of that. You know, no, when Full I was, House. Uh, yeah, I've watched more of Full House. Yeah, which is funny because it's an Olsen, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, when the sitcom stuff was happening, I did get the sense that I was just waiting for the next break in character, the next reveal. Like I was waiting for the next. Was especially true. I think of the first three episodes. Yes. It was like, okay, I get it. Tell it was us way the less story. Often. It was way less often. There weren't cutting to sword. They were very much like there was one or two the, like breaks. drone i think at the end was like the, one of the big things and the guy with the bee yeah. suit coming up out of the sewer yeah you're like okay interesting i'm interested for the story to get going you know that's kind of how you you felt and then i felt like i think the same for most people like it started to really pick up once it left the hex 
and you start seeing the people in sword and you're like oh it's it's you know agent Wu and and darcy and this new character that we're getting to know you know and so i would almost have rather it have gone either one way or the other been more mysterious through a bunch of episodes with a huge reveal or been not super mysterious at all and just kind of told us the story like linear linearly yeah there it is <laughs> in a linear fashion <laughs> yeah um, yeah just like they have in the other movies so yeah i think it would have been more interesting if it had just been like i have no idea what's going on i have no what what oh my god and and it wasn't that it was it was more like hmm very interesting you know two two episodes in three episodes in interesting and then it was basically like okay we know what's going on by exactly. the fourth episode that's right it was like, yeah we didn't know everything because there was another witch there but other than that it was like okay yeah you just don't know who the Got villain it. is other <laughs> than that you're like okay i know what's going on i know what that beekeeper was you find all that stuff out so quickly and you, yep. you just understand like what the story is at that point which is fine it just it, it toes the line you know I, so i see what you're saying we like realized when we watched the final episode too um, that we had missed some of those after credit scenes. So the oh. first few episodes didn't have any after credit scenes, right? No, there was a couple. Like a I fast forward and there wasn't any. And then all of a sudden, in the last episode, they're referencing things in the after the credits. So I'm like, wait, what? So we went back and like, there's like three episodes I think that have after the credits scenes, but then I think the other yeah. ones didn't. I think so. And it was that that makes like it that. yeah that makes it confusing. I mean, like I'm lucky either do it or don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always wait for um, Disney Plus to basically kick me out and say, "Hey, we recommend Age of Ultron." Uh, but uh, so I I was able to see him, but only because I sat there, and you know, and why would I have you know other than the fact yeah. that I'm weird? But yeah, it, that it, that's a weird thing to do to be like, oh, we're not gonna do that. But especially oh, when it's important now. things that you reference later, it's like, wait, what? Exactly. You see the previously on and you're like, wait, when did I see that? Yeah. <laughs> How weird is it to see a previously on and see like Thanos and like scenes from Endgame <laughs> and uh, Infinity War? Oh Isn't my that gosh. Weird? Yeah. What a weird concept. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> anyways, uh, what did you think about the uh, the whole thing with sword and like getting to know these people? In like and all that stuff. I feel like we never really got to know this people though. No, it it was so very like, okay, here they are. They're here because of this event, but there really wasn't a lot of explanation. <laughs> it was like, remember these characters, and then there's these people that are just here, and then you kind of get hints, and then it's all of a sudden you kind of piece together what they're doing. But I don't feel like I know the director at all. So it's just like, okay. And, and it yeah. just, it really does feel like they're just taking over for what, um, what was the before shield. Hydra? Col <laughs> yeah, <Colson>. shield. <laughs> yeah. Shield slash Hydra. <laughs> it it yeah. really just feels like, are they this, the new version? <laughs> are we going to find out their Hydra later or something? Yeah. There was like a few things where you're like, you think that something really of consequence is going to happen. Like there's an end of to one episode where she expands the hex you're like oh snap right what is this gonna what, what's gonna happen now and like darcy gets swallowed up by it and you're like wow what's that gonna mean and then next episode vision just sees her and just undoes the effects of the hex and you're like oh okay she just 
kind of there for a little bit and it's not really anything of consequence which no. uh yeah that's there's some stuff like that where you feel like they're setting up something but then they just don't really do anything with it so no. that yeah that that's a thing um okay um how about agatha what, what do you what do you feel about agatha once once that was revealed um, you know, I think Catherine Hahn, she, she did a good job, <laughs> you know, it's good yeah. acting. Um, I don't know a lot about what this means. I'm hoping that you know more about like this other witch and like, I, I, I don't know this character. So I feel like if I had known more backstory and who this was, it would have been more significant that reveal as it was. It was just like, Oh, crazy. Who are you? <laughs> That's that was more my feeling when it was revealed. It was like, oh, she's some witch. My name's Agatha. Agatha yeah. Harkness. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Um, she's I Agatha. guess I like it when two stories are told and then they're brought together in the way Infinity War Endgame brought together all the stories that were told. And so for me, this just wasn't as interesting. It was it was cool that there was a twist at the end, but it didn't mean as much because I didn't know that character. And I, I, I would have liked to have known who that was. So it would have been like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, honestly, it's like, she's kind of that character name only really. I mean, she doesn't like do a lot of things that Agatha Harkness does from, you know, the little I do know about her and she's Agatha Harkness in the comics. Isn't really that much of an antagonist. She's almost kind of like this middle ground in a way um this other aspect of the mystical world but not a villain like is that's portrayed here where it's like this ooh, this dark sinister force yeah. um but yeah i mean fun i think like a lot of the things that people liked about her character and like liked about uh her performance kind of went away once uh once she like revealed herself I think. And once her song was over, you know, <laughs> once her song was over, I think like the, the spunkiness or whatever, and the, the zaniness was kind of kind of gone and in place of classic, you don't know the power that, that you're dealing, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah. I know that trick too, you know, yeah, that sort of, that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's more something that we've seen. And so it's not yeah. as fresh. Yeah exactly when when whenever whenever it's she's a hard like, thing when it. so many things have come before though so yeah you know can only do so much but she gave her great performance i mean mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. she's great absolutely you know what i want to say this before i forget everyone's great i think doing regardless of how weird you think it is doing all those different eras of uh sitcom stuff that's they were great they were doing a great job going through all that yeah and giving like just kind of like, all right, this is a little bit different performance because we're in a new decade all the way up to, I guess, yeah, the modern family-esque office Allie McBeal kind of thing or that they were doing <laughs> towards the end. <laughs> I don't know if Allie no. McBeal's in there. I just kind of, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch Allie McBeal. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> very modern family, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. Very modern family. Uh <laughs> So uh, let's let's talk about the uh, the end here. If you want to do it, I think we're gonna talk the longest about the end. If I had yep. to, if I had to guess, do it. Yeah, um, I already said I thought the end was a a disappointment in a lot of ways, but 
in, in a way though it did what it needed to do the most just fine i think like the things that it needed to do it did okay i think i was okay with the end so i'm interested in what what you didn't were disappointed in yeah i mean as far there's a lot of people like kind of i feel like uh, when they're talking about this being like fan theories Ugh. you know because a lot of people were like where's mephisto on all that stuff you know i i'm not that but i am a little annoyed by the quicksilver thing the fact that like yeah. here's here's Evan Peters as yeah. Quicksilver. Right. He's a speedster. He okay. is a speedster. I and can it's agree like, with that. Yeah. And it's like, nope, boner joke. <laughs> and you're just yeah. like, I got like flashbacks. Yeah. I did. I did feel that way. I do agree with that. I was. That like, was pretty annoying. What? Because I was on my feet. I was saving this to talk about. It. I was on my feet when he showed up in the episode that he showed up in i couldn't believe it and i think everyone was the same way they're doing this i can't believe they're doing this and it's like they're not doing this okay they're just not and it's so strange what a strange we we talk i talk a lot about this about how i feel like a lot of writers will get kind of caught up in what they're doing they kind of lose touch with certain decisions where they you know because they've interviewed about this recently and they were like we never really meant that to be as like a prank or whatever and i, and I believe them but <laughs> how do you think people are going to feel though i mean yeah that you don't i mean i'm sure when they were writing that they're like oh that's so funny or like that's so i can't believe we got this cool cameo and that's neat you know but yeah. No one solid as that. Everyone knows that the Fox merger happened. Mutants are coming. Everyone knows that. And so it's just so strange where they're just like, you know what? Well, my biggest thing is what are they going to do now? <laughs> now that they've done that, yeah. what do they do? Are you going to consider this show not a part of, you know, canon? Because that would be unlike anything you've done before. So yeah, no way. what are you going to do with him? You can't use Evan Peters again, or are you just going to do something goofy to throw him in again? Because I, I'm not going to like that. There's, there's no out other than just not using him again. There's no way to make this right. I feel like, no, it's just a forever going to be the thing that you thought was going to be this thing, but it ended up being Ralph Boner. And that's just, yeah. I mean, that's, and just, we have no Quicksilver. That's the, that's the conclusion that is so frustrating. We, you've now killed off one and made some lame excuse for why the other one doesn't exist. So it's like, what does that mean? Exactly. They had their way of trying of doing this. It was like, oh my god, this is brilliant. This is their way of doing this. I can't but I guess not. It, it's just such a strange thing. Yeah. It, everything else, the thing where Mephisto is going to show up or Reed Richards is going to show up. I don't, I don't care. They weren't setting any of that up. That would have been a cool, but that's not nothing that I they, didn't even think about those. <laughs> yeah, I, I get, there was a lot of stuff going around, but this is something that they waved in front of our face and they said, "Yeah, gotcha." You know, regardless yeah. of whether or not they meant "gotcha," it definitely felt like a "gotcha" to yeah. I think everyone watching and a weird "gotcha" because it's like a, I'm Ralph Boner and he's like, "Please don't kill me, please don't." Kill me. And that's the last you see of him. <laughs> it's just so weird, so frustrating. <laughs> Yeah, and and I I did this might paint a lot of my uh, just kind of perspective on this. I did hear that they this was like this last they had a lot of problems with COVID in filming this season finale. 
there was a lot there were like supposed to be a lot of different things going on that they just didn't did you realize how darcy i didn't know that huh yeah darcy just disappears in this do you realize that she came in said one line like you're going to jail or something and then like the next scene she's like oh she didn't want to stick around and she's just gone there was like supposed to be a bunch of other stuff and it's just not there Mm. and it feels weird I think you know that yeah. you were talking about this with that that sword team with them, everything just felt weird. I, I, cause like, I'm fine if like Agent Wu and Darcy don't accomplish a lot, but they didn't do anything. They just kind of show up a little bit at the end, and it's just and then they're just gone, and it's just like okay, yeah. You don't feel like you reached And they the were end such a journey. big part of the story after like episode yeah. three, I think. They were in it a lot. They were in every episode. Yep. And so it's strange. Yep. And I think the worst of all was Monica Rambo. That for me, I was just like, what are you guys doing? I know you're setting up at this point yep. now that I've seen it for Secret Wars. They're the TV show with Nick Fury and hmm. A bunch of scrolls hanging out in space but uh <laughs> so this is the daughter of the lady who was friends with captain marvel yes that's the they're little girl rambos Rambio. <laughs> yeah there's just a few strange things with her that just i went i was like they're setting her up i'm very interested to see what they're going to do yeah. with her and i never felt felt like they got there and and for them to well just her say, saving the child that was i guess supposed to be the big thing yeah we'll talk about the children <laughs> I got things to say about the children as well. Um, but enough. All right, enough about that. What would you? How do you think of Vision and the Vision? I I like that. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. It was it was kind of strange how you know they refer to the the stone and he's like, I don't have the stone, and the the other guy doesn't say like, I don't have the stone either because he didn't have the stone. He was just formed by Wanda, so nobody had the stone. Yeah, like the stone got plucked out; it was never there. So I don't. Do you remember that when they're like comparing their differences? And mm-hmm. I don't have the stone. Yeah, either. I love that. I love that discussion. Elaborate. I know I, that <laughs> elaboration is scene. required. And I love. I do <laughs> and love. They're that in scene. like a circular library, and it's like doing the like circular camera around as they're talking, and yeah, I thought that was really cool way to bring back vision but what i didn't understand is why he just flew away because that doesn't make any sense if he got his memories back he wouldn't fly away he'd go down there and help wanda and everything would be fine because <laughs> yeah you'd have I, two visions helping you <laughs> i am wondering myself the reasons behind that i mean hopefully we find out in another time yeah hopefully there's a justification for it i hate it when they just do things like that and then they never address it it's like well this doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. and marvel's usually pretty good about getting those kind of details right and yeah, yeah, you're right. And I don't know, maybe it, uh, again, it's hard to say. I hate this whole, there was this, so we'll never know what was supposed to be a different way and what was exactly like they wanted. I, I they, they may explain it. I mean, honestly, they could very well explain it in another movie where Vision shows up. They could explain how he got all that information and then realized he had to do something at that moment or something. Mm-hmm. They, they may explain that. But I hope they do. I'll say this um, about this finale because, you know, I'm about to say a lot of negative stuff. I want to remind you that I did really like this series. I could have loved it. I could have loved it, but instead I really liked it. And that's good. I, I really liked it. But something I did think was great and well handled was Vision in this last episode. I, I 
thought he was really good. I think he gave the really good performance from from him playing a different vision. I thought that performance was different enough and unique. Yeah. And I was like, I like hearing this vision. It's kind of cool. This emotionless, more robotic vision when they're talking about the ship of Theseus. I'm like, this is cool. And at the end, I thought it was really good. The and I have one more question. What am I? That was good. It was well delivered and it was mm -hmm. sad. And, and mm -hmm. I was like, man, yeah, I'm yeah. glad Paul Bettany's still around in another form playing this character in a different yeah. way because he's great. Yeah, well, I mean, it seems like there could be a lot more future with Vision, I guess. <laughs> yep. I was sure hoping they were. I was like, man, Paul Bettany got built up for so long as Jarvis, and then he finally gets his role, and yeah. it's such a short-lived thing. And Yeah, I, I never felt like he was able to, like, use his full potential in battle as well, so I hope he, he gets to, like, be at least in somebody else's movie, if not get his own movie <laughs> so at Absolutely. some point and, like, be Vision. <laughs> So I think the rest of this episode is going to be talk about probably the mo the uh, the last remaining real topic is Wanda in this whole thing. You know what Wanda is, what she's doing, what she's done. Um, yeah, I mean, how did uh how did that all land for you? Because you know what I will say is I found I found Wanda to be at the end of this unlikable, and and I know they're probably building her up to be a a villain. But the way a sh it's like, you know, when you're like, this person's awful in like a show or something. And then the show doesn't seem to be recognizing the fact that that person's awful. It's almost like the show doesn't know <laughs> that this person's awful. Um, I got that feeling here a little bit with Wanda. Um, well, I feel like it's almost more of like the way they've handled Scarlet Witch all along, though, isn't it? Like this was always kind of who she was and it's they've played her up as this good person the whole time. Yeah. But am I, do I just have a misconception of who Scarlet witch is? I mean, I think you're, you, what you're describing is how she's kind of should be sort of in this like kind of almost morally gray kind of area. In, but like at the same time, like in civil war, she killed a bunch of people at a Wakandan embassy and she moped around for half the movie and, and like feeling bad. Like I was, I'm terrible. I can't believe I did that. Um, I just, and then like having to like face that, I guess towards the end of it. And this one, I think that's probably partially because they're trying to go for such a younger inexperienced. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't know who she is. They're definitely going in a different direction. This is not, scarlet witch this is wanda and i think that's what they're trying to prove here it's like this isn't the scarlet witch from the from the comics this is mm -hmm. wanda this is almost a new character that's evolving into the character that you know from the comics yeah and and i feel that we're that we're going in that direction we're taking it in this weird villain route but let, let's just get into it i mean she tortured a town for weeks maybe months uh because of her grief to where she put the town in like under some weird hypnosis that's apparently painful and basically mind controls them and separates them from their children. That's there's that scene where she's like, will you let my daughter out of her room, please? I haven't seen her in so long. And then like, and it seems like she, for they kind of toe the line to where it's like, Oh, she can't control it. I didn't know what I was doing, but then she's like, no, no, I was helping. You know, she like tries to explain to them, I was doing something good for you guys or whatever. And, and, and it's like, like she tries to justify it for a little bit. 
And then she kind of gives a half-hearted apology to Monica. And what Monica says is what really set me on end because otherwise I'd be like, yeah, she's the villain. She's becoming a villain. And this is her road to being a villain. Um, but what Monica said was something along the lines of they'll never know what you gave up for them. And uh, saying like, I, I would have done the same if it was my mom, if I could do that for my mom. And I was like, what in the world are you talking about? Really? You're justifying the fact yeah. that she like tortured these people so she could mess around with her imaginary boyfriend and her imaginary Yeah, and kids? it also doesn't make sense because there's no reason she couldn't have done what she did with her family, but not controlled the entire city. <laughs> exactly. She could have just done it in a normal city and just simulated her family, you know, and walked around the city. So That's exactly right. Exactly. She didn't need to have a bunch of meat puppets basically walk around in, in agony as she's hanging out with vision. Yeah. It, it's like, maybe wow. the argument would be it only worked inside that bubble. So she couldn't like create this mobile version of it. Like that wasn't possible. Yeah. That might be, maybe that would be the argument against what I'm saying. I haven't thought about it long enough, <laughs> but yeah, zero responsibility. She just flies off. They just stare at her and she's like, <laughs> They hate, like, almost like playing the victim. It's like, you don't hate me, too. It's like, why wouldn't they hate you? You yeah. tortured them. It's like, are you kidding? But, I mean, I agree with you, but I think in a way I disagree because I think if Marvel is doing what it seems like they're doing, I think that does kind of stay true to the character that they've developed in Wanda. Wanda is someone who has an evil nature that she isn't as in tune with and is coming to grips with that fact. And it started with her killing those people in Wakanda and it's continuing with her torturing these people. It's like she tends towards a darker side. She's not Captain America. She's not someone who's going to stand up for what's right, no matter what the cost is. She's going to do what she wants to do because she lives for herself. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like yeah, she tries selfish. to be selfless like Captain America, but that doesn't fit her well. And that's why mistakes were made. And that's why her brother ended up dying because she wasn't thinking of him. So, you know, whether this is actually what Marvel was thinking or not, I'm just kind of providing my own theory here. And I think you can kind of see a good theme that they developed and they've kind of stuck to their guns on that. So, yeah, I agree with what you're saying, but at the same time, I think it is kind of cool that they have developed something that they have stayed with. And so, yeah, it's not that unusual for them to head in that direction. And it, whether or not we like it in the end, I don't, I don't know, you know, mm -hmm. whether or not we like Wanda to become this, you know, Scarlet Witch that's kind of stands for everything against what the Avengers stand for, which is, you know standing for truth and justice and that's superman but you know essentially the same idea um i don't know we'll see i, th I think yeah. it is cool that they kind of stuck to their guns and they have kind of developed this character that is in a way evil i wouldn't say she's pure evil like you no. said she's in a gray area but yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens after she leaves that cabin <laughs> i'll say that yeah absolutely and you know what what the only i think Honestly, I would be completely fine with it if it just it was just what Monica said. I think really just hit me the wrong way. Yeah. If she just stared at her and was just like, "Go, get out of here." And she flew off. That would have rang better to me because Monica seemed to be like a moral compass and for her to be like they just don't understand. I'm like, "What the hell are you 
talking about, girl? But yeah. Um, yeah. And then yeah, I mean, there she's there at the end. They're obviously setting up her, uh, uh, setting her up as the villain. She's looking at that that book, look, looking evil as hell. Book of the Dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, which I- I'm interested to see what they do. I mean, they they're obviously setting up something with uh, maybe a showdown with uh, Stephen Strange. They even drop name dropped his title with you'll Scarlet Witch, supposed to be more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. So, I mean, cool stuff for sure yeah. as far as implications. And, and maybe R- Captain uh, Rambo will. <laughs> Is that isn't that her name, Captain Rambo? <laughs> She they call her that something know, like that i think i think she has the rank of captain i think that would be i thought i thought they said something like that anyways or maybe it was just agent rambo um yeah it'll be interesting what what role she has to play because it, it seems like their stories are now intertwined so yeah they have know, some maybe connection. she'll have to face off against wanda kind of like she did in the show absolutely i don't like her being the villain i'll be honest i don't like her being the villain but i do like that Marvel is stuck to their guns. I like the way they've developed mm-hmm. that story, but I just I like Elizabeth Olsen. So I hate like, <laughs> yeah, I hate not cheering for her. She's just, she's just such a sweethearted like actress. <laughs> it just, yeah. it's hard to like think of her in like, there's some actors. It's just like you play a villain so well. And I don't know. It's hard for me to see Elizabeth Olsen as that character. And honestly, if they do this well, it could be amazing, like in a really like bittersweet kind of way, because like they could be like Dark Phoenix, Phoenix better than the X Men movies have ever done. Dark Phoenix, because Jean Grey is supposed to be this sweet character. It just hurts your yeah. feelings. We need a better Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, we need a better Dark Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's for sure. This could be that where it just like it really hurts your feelings to see this character that you like to root for yeah. and you think is so sweet do terrible things and. Yeah. lose her moral compass um that could be make for a really great villain and they're obviously only just getting started so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> we'll see it's definitely interesting i mean mm-hmm. i was okay with the ending but i get your argument um honestly it's like one of those things where i think the show did what it needed to do though i think the the, the main crux of the show which is dealing with the wrap-up and the aftermath of Wanda's grief in that whole yep. situation. I mean, a lot of people talk about that that scene where she says goodbye to the kids, and uh, they, you know, that scene. Of course, the you know, what am I and all that stuff. I think that's great. Yep. And they flash through all the eras as they're kissing. That's great stuff. That's great mm-hmm. imagery. I felt that in the moment. I wasn't like crying or anything, but I was like, yeah, this is sad. You know, didn't I'm, really make sense, but it was fun to watch. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like the thing that happens just so it's for yeah, the audience. It's, it's just a movie thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But that's fine. That's fine. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the kids. Something I want to say about the kids. I, you know, anytime the kids were involved and, and it's like, oh, no, the kids. I don't give a crap about those kids. I know it's sad. It's mean because they're kids and you're supposed to care. Yeah. But there's something just about them that just it creeps me out like just the the weird thing oh you're too young for a dog and then they're like older i'm like that that creeps me out i don't like it i agree (laughs) and they're like weird like what are they did you like rip their souls from something are what are they are they demons i don't know and so when they're like bye kids and they're like sitting in their beds all kind of like smiling creepy i'm like (laughs) <laughs> yeah 
the whole idea of vision being formed by whatever <laughs> whatever it was formed by stone that's is kind of weird and that's yeah. basically what the kids are too so it's like i guess so know, yeah yeah you're right that whole thing is kind of strange she's like weird. forming human life from nothing yeah and it's she, a weird idea and she hears their cries when she's like meditating like she you hear them cry out to her so I don't know what's yeah. going on. I mean, honestly, and will they ever touch on that again? I I would find that interesting to find yeah, out. Definitely. I mean, a lot of people are pointing at Mephisto or something like that. I think that's some that sort of supernatural entity is something that we're going to be getting at it at some point. Whether it's Mephisto or something else, I think. Yeah, I think that's likely. I think that's very likely, because I mean. That would be the classic Mephisto thing to show up and be like, you want to see your children again? Well, you have to do this. You know, that sort of <laughs> deal with the devil kind of situation yeah. would make sense. That would really turn her into the villain. Yep. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we didn't. That would cover. be a good time to bring Ghost Rider into the whole marvel cinematic yeah <laughs> baby ghost rider bring nick cage oh, back into it and he's my uh, god you think that could ever happen nick Jordan? wiener or something could you the... ever see that ghost rider actually riding in on his blazing mm -hmm. not as nick cage but maybe no one day. but maybe one really day. not anytime soon though i can't say when they run out of stuff to do it's just yeah, I like Ghost Rider. I'd like to see him again, but I don't know if they're going to do that anytime soon. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> I don't know. When are they going to get to Ghost Rider? I mean, come on. When are they going to get to that? I don't know. Who would have thought they would have gotten to Guardians of the Galaxy so early? Yeah, that's true. I know that's true. Yeah, I mean, maybe he could team up with Blade. I don't know. Who knows? Who would have thought Captain Marvel would come after Guardians of the Galaxy? Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong, or Spider-Man for that matter, but anyways. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, do you think good that... Good show. Good show. Good show. I, you know, yeah. and I'm happy they swung. They swung hard with this one, and it's good yep. to see. I admire that. most of the ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for it to not completely just fly into the, the foul. I'm about to talk about baseball, and I have no right. Sorry. You're doing good. Help me out there, Luke. You're doing good. All right. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, that does it for WandaVision. And I think we'll we'll probably talk about what we thought of the premiere of uh, Falcon Winter Soldier in the same way we talked about the premiere of WandaVision, I imagine, uh, in a couple weeks once that uh, premieres. Oh, yeah. But dang, can't man. Wait. It's going to be great. Oh, boy. So are you ready to probably – you're probably going to need to watch uh, – Justice League in several parts, I'd imagine. It's a four-hour movie, or just watch it in the middle of the night. I don't know what you're going to do. Is it the 18th? Is that when it is? The 18th is when 18th. the Snyder Cut comes out. I keep meaning to watch the old cut. I want to watch that before I watch the new cut. Yeah, I just want to have that fresh in my mind and compare, because I saw that movie and didn't like it, and so I haven't gone back to it. So I know I don't like it, but I want to, I want to pick out exactly why I don't like it and what I either like better about or i can't imagine being more disappointed in the new cut yeah i, mean, I think I'll, the time thing is going to be my biggest disappointment there's no way i'm going to enjoy that 
I'll say it's this too long. about the original Justice League cut. Regardless, that's not going to be an issue, the time, because it's actually a pretty, it's a breezy movie, regardless of how flawed it is. It kind of goes by quick. It's pretty short. It's like just <laughs> at two hours, and this one's twice the length coming up. But imagine that. It's literally another movie on top of it. Gosh. Yeah. It's so long. It's half a work day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we'll watch that. We'll review it. I mean, we're probably just going to, I don't know. I don't know how I'm planning on watching it. I might just watch it in one chunk, maybe on that Saturday or something, but yeah. Oh boy. (laughs) That's a, yeah. It's going to be interesting no matter what happens. Definitely. It's not this it's next be darn week, interesting. the week after, and then the week after that, we'll probably talk. Even though they're happening in the same week, we'll probably spend a whole episode on Justice League, and then the following week, talk a little bit about uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. It's good to talk about movies again, though, like or something yeah, where... I was going to say that. Doesn't it feel like it's been like more than a year now since we've been talking about like big movies, like big yeah. things? Like, I mean, WandaVision isn't big big but it's like the first marvel thing we've finally gotten like yeah. we've been waiting on oh it's the movie <laughs> what's the one that's been scarlett johansson that's been delayed forever Black widow yeah gosh been think waiting about on this, that movie Luke. forever think about this all right so we're nipping at the heels of our 100th episode we have maybe 10 more to go and it's our 100th episode our second episode was the last Marvel movie to release wow. in theaters when we reviewed wow. Spider-Man Far From Home. It's wow. been a long freaking time since Crazy. we've seen a Marvel thing. Yeah. Second episode. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> that's nuts. That's really nuts. And so it's good to talk about Marvel again. It, it, it's really good. <laughs> and uh, We got a lot coming. <laughs> got a lot coming. That's crazy. This is going to be a put it in perspective. (laughs) No kidding. It it, it was. And we've kept it pretty, pretty reasonably every week. So yeah, that's a lot of weeks, a lot of weeks without Marvel, (laughs) but this year is going to be chock full of it. Cause we're going to have these shows. We're going to have black widow. And at the end of the year, we're going to have Spider-Man no way home. We're going to have a lot of Marvel to talk about this year. So we're only getting started. I'm so interested to see what there's so many movies that are like backed up. I mean, Fast and Furious is supposed to come out in like April. If you remember, it was delayed last April to this April. Is that going to come out? 007. Is that going to come out? Like, yeah. I mean, it's going to come out, obviously, but in what form? At what time? What time? Exactly. How many theaters? Are there any theaters? You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. this thing is. I think they new. will. I think all the theaters will open up, and I think they'll struggle for a while and either go out of business or, you know come back to their glory <laughs> i don't know but yeah i think something is going to happen in that space there's just there's too many movies that want to make that box office profit for it to not make an attempt at least for the, at least a few months 100 um the uh, the just a little bit here not to start anything new but this last week um was the highest box office numbers since the beginning of the pandemic not huge numbers but that's encouraging to see the fact that they opened theaters in New York and there was a Raya and the last dragon came out and that and Tom and Jerry was enough to say, this is the biggest opening. This is the biggest weekend at the box office since the pandemic started. That's, that's encouraging. And it's just Regal isn't even open yet. And that's LA isn't open yet. And that's going to only a matter of our dollars yet. 
Yeah, they haven't gotten <laughs> all draws yet. LA theaters are going to be opening next week. Yeah. Um, and Regal Cinemas won't be far behind when that happens. So Yeah, and like those theaters may not have a large capacity, but I can imagine, you know, places like Texas and Wyoming and Florida and like Georgia, you know, those kind of places, yeah. you know, the governments are a little more lax and they could be making some decent money in those places. Yeah. I hope. I mean, I just, I, I, hope so. I hope they make money. I just, I really want them open. I want to have that experience again. I want to see other people enjoying movies. I, I just, yeah. I'm thinking once the floodgates open and like we had, like, it, it's interesting, like looking at some of the reporting um, from like, say the New York times um, about the theaters opening up, it was relatively positive saying, yeah, this is nice. And this, they doing a good job and this is good. I'm glad to be back at the movies. And once the floodgates open, we're gonna have a lot more people encouraged to go back to the movies. And that's, what's going to be at the, at the end, people going wouldn't, back to the movies, the numbers going up like that, you know, wouldn't it be insane if after all this talk of this is it, the theaters are going away. It's only a matter of time. You know, we've been waiting on this and mm-hmm. COVID was the dagger in the heart of movie theaters. If after all this, there's a revolution in movie theaters mm-hmm. and new companies open up and people are going to movie theaters like they'd never gone to movie theaters again. You know, it's a revitalization of the movie theater industry. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen at all, but wouldn't that be nuts if that's actually what comes out of all this? Whether that happens in the long term, I, I don't know. But yeah. regardless, <laughs> I think there's going to be a big boom this either in the summer or the fall where it's going to be a jubilation of just a lot of people just doing the things that they miss doing. That would doing. be crazy if it, it was complete opposite of what everybody's been saying. Yeah, I'd be happy. I mean, maybe with that. not complete, but maybe even there's there is some of an opposite reaction because so many people on podcasts I've listened to and friends, it's just been like, well, I never go to the theaters. I never had before, and I will probably won't again. Oh, but then you sit at home for nine months, yeah. and you go, well, it'd be cool to go to the theater. <laughs> it'd be cool to go to a mall. It'd be cool to go you know, to a public pool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's like so many things that you just can't do, and maybe you start missing it. Maybe you, the heart grows fonder, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. It's like I think you might be right. Yeah. Exciting, exciting times. A different reaction than maybe you think <laughs> you yeah. were going to have. <laughs> exactly. I, I think, I think in hope for that that result. But uh, yeah. As they say in the Mister Deeds, time heals all wounds, except, except these, these crazy, crazy eyes. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well, that does it for this podcast. I actually need to head out and, uh, yeah. Exciting times. We'll see you. I'll see you next week, guys. See you next week, Luke. I don't know who's the guys I'm talking to. I don't know. All of them. All of them. All the guys. All the Avengers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see ya. See ya.